Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're taking a look at the insanity of cause and effect relationships that are being promoted in our economic system. I'm an engineer by training. When you look at systems in the physical world, they follow the laws of physics. Galileo understood these principles at an early age when he dropped two cannonballs of different weights from the Leaning Tower of Pisa. To everyone's shock and amazement, both cannonballs landed at the same time. Back in those days, Galileo experienced political pressure and division, but the physics didn't care about the established power structure in the community. See, in physics, we understand that if you add water, you can get flooding, and if you remove water, you might get a drought. It would be insane to divert water from a farmer's field and instead offer the farmer something else, like sand, to compensate him for the crop failure. It would be even more insane to divert water from the farmer's field, offer them sand for compensation, and then punish the farmer for failing to yield enough food. But somehow that's exactly how government seems to be treating the economy. In this case, the government diverted labor, a key ingredient from millions of businesses for the last two years. That created scarcity of supply of products, and meanwhile they flooded the market with cash to help the unemployed get through the pandemic. In the meantime, due to the movement restrictions, the free market bid up the prices of scarce commodities. Oh no, we now have inflation. We have the highest inflation in 40 years. People are bidding up the price of everything that's in scarce supply. Never mind looking at what caused the scarcity of supply of those products. We now have inflation, and the playbook says you fight inflation by raising interest rates. Well, folks, how about we simply look at what caused the scarcity to begin with and just stop doing that? Let people get back to work. This isn't political. It's understanding cause and effect relationships. If you have a shortage of water, add more water. If you have a shortage of labor, add more labor. Raising interest rates would cool off an overheated economy where there's too rapid an expansion of production capacity. Central bankers have seen economic cycles before where production capacity increases ahead of the demand, resulting in a much steeper economic contraction following the boom. Rising interest rates can temper that growth in the manufacturing capacity and engineer the so-called economic soft landing. The rising prices associated with an overheated economy can crash if too much capacity is added too quickly, and that can be moderated with interest rates. But that's not the situation we have right now. We don't have a shortage of manufacturing capacity. I'm not seeing companies open new manufacturing lines and expand manufacturing capacity to deal with the product shortages. Companies don't have the labor to operate the manufacturing capacity they have right now. There are labor shortages. There are logistics problems with transportation. We've got protesters in my home city and all across Canada, and now parts of the U.S. disrupting critical transportation routes even further. How will increasing interest rates put people back to work? How will higher interest rates relieve the congestion in the Port of Los Angeles or in the Port of Long Beach, California? On January 3rd of this year, I predicted that by the second half of February, we would be seeing the sunset of the Omicron variant, and that by the end of February, we would be seeing the removal of restrictions in most Western countries and the near full opening up of the economy. I stand by that prediction. Now, I'm vaccinated. I believe people should be vaccinated for their own good, but I also believe they should have the right to choose if they don't want to be. Vaccine mandates made sense when it looked like the vaccine might prevent the spread of disease in addition to providing individual protection against severe disease. But now that we know that the vaccine doesn't stop the spread of the disease, why does a trucker who sits in his truck all day long delivering goods need to be vaccinated? Who is being protected by the vaccine? The trucker and nobody else. So if more restrictions on movements of goods are in place, more supply chain disruptions are happening every day. 
the economy is being impacted further, and the solution is going to be giving the economy another whack from the other side by raising interest rates. Inflation will still exist, and economic stagnation will happen at the same time. Even the most pathological leaders could not intentionally engineer a more perfect cycle of insanity if they tried. If you look at the 1918 pandemic, it was followed by a decade of euphoric, unsustainable growth, the Roaring Twenties. That was followed by a decade of crushing hardship in the Great Depression. That was followed by the Second World War, the greatest horror a human race has ever witnessed in history. That was followed by the post-war boom of the 1950s. See, there's no return to normal, only a new normal. And the sad thing is that our current economic situation is a self-inflicted wound. We are headed for a period of stagflation, and if only our leaders understood the basics of cause and effect. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.